2: Paul, hour Bennett. What's today is brought to you by the yes. Farmers' Dog. It must be sunny outside because even with my backdrop here on the YouTube stream, I've got a halo. Because you're maybe, an angel. Maybe I'm just the angel, you're sweet angel of the show. All right, sports quiz, Woods. You ready? Oh God! Pop yeah. quiz. There's a bomb on the bus. No, uh, pop quiz. Who is Joe Hortiz? Joe Hortiz. Joe Hortiz.
3: Come
2: on. I don't know. Should I know? Maybe, maybe not. I may have just made it up. Maybe this is real or fake. Fake. <laughs> 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 He's the new general manager of the L.A. Chargers. Was hired oh! this morning officially. He's uh, done. He was the director Duh. of player personnel for the Baltimore Ravens. Uh. So stealing from one Harbaugh to give to the other Harbaugh uh, to work with Jim Harbaugh, and I would imagine that Jim Harbaugh is really the the string puller now. Uh, you don't. You don't. Take that deal to work for the Chargers, unless you have pretty much carte blanche full authority. Yep. Yeah.
4: All right. Who was pop quiz? Who was the drummer in Led
2: Zeppelin? Uh, let's see. That was um, Jimmy Page.
4: Uh, nope. Hmm. John Bonham.
2: John Bonham.
4: Idiot. Idiot.
2: So I were well. Helena Bonham Trump. Carter's father. Nope. No. <laughs> Jason Bonham's dad. <laughs> Just checking. Take it away. Checking how it works. Joe Hortiz. Joe Hortiz. Hortiz. I was wondering whether it was pronounced in the um, Latin American style or if it was just like Hortiz. So I looked up. I went to a Ravens podcast and And heard them say Joe Hortiz. You are thorough. And that's enough discussion of that team for this morning. Pauly, let's get to the Randall Report. And get things started here with our edition today's edition of the rindle report
3: now tuned into the greatest
2: welcome to the rindle
4: report
3: All right. All right, gentlemen. It's good breaking
4: morning. Padres news. Padres announced.
2: Interrupting this regularly scheduled Rindle report. <laughs> regularly <laughs> scheduled Rindle report. There's a lot of R's in that. says <laughs> regularly scheduled Rindle report. So Padres, what we, what Padres
4: we? have announced their player development minor league coaching staffs for the 2024
2: season, Ben. There's Jojo Tarantino on the That's Sports Medicine side. That's my guy, Jojo. Side. Got to hang out with Jojo a lot at he Fantasy Camp. He
4: rubbed me down several times.
2: <laughs> I see uh, Glenn and Trevor Hoffman, both as senior advisors to baseball operations. Mark Loretta, Hideo Nomo, Chanho Park, and Craig Stammon, all in the uh, special assistant category Love as it. well. Moises Alou, Alan Craig, A.J. Ellis. All the former players just as in the special yeah. assistant category. Category: I would like to talk to dad Craig Stammon again. He's
4: so beloved by that team, he's beloved. I would like to talk to him again and
2: put in a request for Craig Stammon. Can do that, yeah. No real surprises here. I mean, mostly names you don't know, yeah, for the most part. Uh, triple-A manager Pete Zamora in El Paso, double-A manager Luke Montz in San Antonio. High single-A Fort weight manager Mike Daly and Lake Elsinore single-A low manager Lucas Ray. Cool. I don't see any other like big league names on there. Jimmy Jones as the assistant pitching coach in El Paso. Oh,
3: Jimmy Jones. Nice. Jimmy Jones.
2: There you go. All right. Sorry to interrupt this regularly scheduled oh, Rindle um, reports. We- <laughs> For the Padres Minor League Coaching News.
3: Well, but you know what don't. else uh, happens regularly <laughs> is uh, every Monday we get a new top 25 in college basketball. And
2: Benny was quick with it yesterday.
4: Oh, he was. He
3: was so he looks quick looks forward to it. it more than anything all week long. More than anything, all, anything week long, all week. He just sits there from 9 to 10, just pacing back and forth, waiting for the top 25. Well, and, I, wonder, uh, I
4: wonder, Ben, if it's time to maybe hang it up because the engagement... The engagement is low. Yeah,
2: yeah. I wonder if it's time
4: because well, there wasn't a whole lot
3: of movement. Yeah, in the it was top still, there was no. Out-
2: I wasn't outraged at it. Fair, you, you know.
3: San Diego State stays at number twenty-seven. I don't know if that uh, surprised you at all or not. They played one game last week. They won handedly against Wyoming, who then beat Colorado State, San Diego State's opponent tonight. Uh, elsewhere in the top twenty-five, not a whole lot of movement. The top five stayed unchanged. Read me the top five, Paul: uh, UConn, Purdue, North Carolina, Houston, and Tennessee. Okay. Watched Houston uh,
2: beat Texas last night in a uh, a thriller overtime. I think they're a good team for sure. Could be a Final Four team. UConn obviously won the title last year. We remember that. Keep running it back, man. They are. Uh, yeah, they're they're good. always very good. Uh, you know, San Diego State's metrics are better than their ranking. If you want a little bit of outrage, their net ranking's 20, their Ken Palm's 21, but they can't crack the top 25 in the AP. Yeah. Why don't they... I keep thinking, you should get more credit because you're San Diego State, but somehow they always still get less Get less, less credit, credits. yeah. I don't understand that, but whatever. It doesn't really matter. It's killed
4: the narrative of the last, you know, making yes. the championship game. They could just get to, the four, get to the Final Four. A championship game will finally stay in the mind be... The, the, res- the respect yeah. will come flowing no- in.
3: Nothing has changed at all. Not, a damn Not thing. even a
4: little bit. Not even a little. All
3: right, we'll move on from college hoops to the NBA yesterday. Big game in the Western Conference. Uh, first place at stake. Still early in the season, but... Uh, the Timberwolves, they beat the Thunder 107-101. to 101, And Anthony Edwards from the Timberwolves was hot mad at the referees. He was not pleased with how the officiating went throughout the game. In fact, right after the game was over, he was doing an interview with the sideline reporter. And here's what he had to say. And tonight it was the battle amongst the best in the West. You guys take sole position of number
2: one in the West. How did you get it done in this environment?
1: I don't know. I don't know. And I'm going to take the fine because the refs did not give us <laughs> no calls tonight. <laughs> we had to play through every bump, every grab. I don't know. I don't know how we won tonight. Uh, big shout-out to my team. Big <laughs> shout-out to my coaches for sure. Listen, anytime you get, uh, I'm, oh. I'm going to
3: take the fine. I'm like, oh, boy, where is he going? Where is he going? There's
2: no doubt, though, that the complainers – tend to end up getting calls in the long run. There's a strategy to it, and you can take the fine. But take last night. Did you see uh, Luka Doncic, or was it... uh, No, it was uh, Jokic against the Milwaukee Bucks. So Giannis was at the free-throw line. Giannis takes forever. When he gets the ball for a free-throw, he stands there and looks. And technically, you only get 10 seconds to shoot the free-throw. And Jokic is standing there, the rebounding position. He's kind of like... Come on, let's go, let's go. And the crowd's like chanting, one, yeah. two. And they get to like 12, and Giannis shoots and makes it. And he does it again, and Jokic is going, I mean, isn't there supposed to be a rule on this? Next time, Giannis went to the free throw line. The crowd got to 12. The referee goes, the bank- I've never seen a call oh, before. It wow. was 10-second violation. <laughs> Took too long to take his free throw. Sometimes You, you complain, gotta- sometimes you get the call. Sometimes you just have to point yeah. it out. To, to I love pointing things out to umpires yeah.
4: and, and refs, and know? and
2: that's part of the strategy of managers yeah. as well. They'll go out and you know they'll argue you'll just to try to get the next call. Yeah, you'll they'll, see it pointed out.
4: Innings. Hey, just by the way, this guy's not pausing when he you know comes mm-hmm. set. Right. He's not, not coming set. Just just you, something you, you watch. Can you, for, yeah, can you watch for this? It's a great bit. Great Speak, manager. Speaking though. of
2: weird NBA rules, I didn't know about this one. Did you see uh, Joel Embiid missed another game with injury? Yeah, so I saw this. If he misses five more games, he will no longer be eligible for postseason awards, including MVP, yeah. which he is one of the favorites, yeah. to win. But if you don't play in enough games now, they just say, I then mean, you can't win the award. Somebody said, uh, they tweeted, like,
4: he's just like us. He's running out of PTO. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, so good. I had no idea. I have no idea. Borrow a-
2: against his 2025
3: yeah, numbers exactly here, so right. uh, Anthony Edwards. He went on after the game, even that was uh, that was immediately following the conclusion of the game with the television broadcast, and then afterwards in the locker room, he kept going on about the refs. So he's definitely going to get that fine that he says he doesn't care about. He was talking to reporters in the locker room, said the refs was bad tonight. Yeah, they was terrible. We was playing eight on five. Cat got their tongue tonight, so it's all good. It's not fair, but it's all good. Love it. He was not happy. All right, and finally, don't really have a story here, but uh, Woodsy sent this over, and I'm assume- assuming it's because he saw that it is uh, national or international, I guess. Yodel for your neighbor's day.
4: I am <clears throat> of morbid curiosity about yodel. I, I, like, like, if you're a young man and you're like... I, what 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 spurs it? It's not to get girls. <laughs> like I picked up I that's
2: probably pretty true.
4: I picked up the guitar when I was a kid because I was like, I think I can get girls with this. You with sent a lot of over guys. This video of I there's think something his name just is Franzel f- Lang. fun
2: about yodeling, though, right? Is there? You're Just kind of letting loose. <laughs> What prompt did you start it? It's a revered cultural musical Uh, style in the Alpine regions of Europe. What if you met your dream woman?
4: And she's like, by the way.
2: Just because you grew up listening to, you know, rock music (laughs) and guitar, other kids in other parts of the country. They listen to that? I'm going to be a great yodeler someday.
4: What if you met your dream woman? And she's like, sorry. You know, Delilah. But if She was like, I'm, I, I I'm a yodeler. <laughs> I could get into it.
3: <laughs> you bet
4: you could. <laughs> bet you would, Panama Red. She's like, I actually am a serial killer. He's like, Fine by me. <laughs> I'm not gonna rat you out. I'm not gonna say a damn word. Secret safe. You, you like, like Dexter?
2: That you only kill bad people. Yeah, that's fine. Kill, that's fine. <laughs> yeah,
4: National Yodel Day. I'm obsessed with it. Give us a yodel. I'm not. I can't do it.
2: Yodel Lily, Lily. <laughs>
4: You, can you do it? You said it's fun.
2: <laughs> You're
4: great. You do it.
2: Why do you... you really can't do falsetto. <laughs> can <you? laughs> no, we've determined <laughs> <that> many times <laughs> that I cannot do a good falsetto.
4: yeah. Somebody said this guy's probably getting some, actually, that guy. Really? Over there, maybe. In Germany, like yeah. God dang, look at you,
2: a big Stein of beer, yeah. and a good yodeler, yeah, yeah. <laughs> set for the night. It's also National Inane Answering Machine Message Day. I miss the days of <laughs> answering machine. Maybe this could be your answering machine message. I can
4: sit down. it sounds like I'm in line
2: for the Matterhorn right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I see. The Price Is Right. Remember the yodel game and Price Is Right, where no. you. Didn't want the yodeler to fall off the mountain. cliff, cliff Cliffhangers, that was called. I don't, I don't I would tell you if I did. I don't. You didn't watch as much Price is Right as I did. I did not. I watched a lot of Price Absolute is Right.
3: Absolute staple when you stayed home from school. Stayed yeah. home from
2: school. That was a good bit. What else are you going to watch at 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. other than the Price is Right? You'd <laughs> be surprised. Showcase showdowns. I love the spinning of the big wheel.
4: I always wanted to get a turn on that thing. Yeah. Spin just, the wheel. I I always feared though that I would get up there and do it, and I wasn't strong enough, <laughs> and it would be like a very weak
2: spin, and people would be like <laughs> they'd laugh at you if you didn't get so it all the way around. You, you had would, to get it at least all the way around. You for would it to o- count.
4: You would overdo it. Yeah. you know, and then it spins and spins and spins. There's and a couple spins. of
2: viral videos of people who like spun themselves under the wheel, like they lost their balance. Oh my and like, god! I didn't like know like just that. pulled themselves right. Like some vortex under the wheel.
4: Dwayne says, Ben skipping school. Ben never skipped school, never once. You had perfect attendance. For, I did. For how long?
2: Uh, I think from the time I got chicken pox in second grade until I had to go on the uh, academic team field trip in senior year of high school.
3: Oh my
4: God. What happened to you now in work life?
2: That's like 10 years. You know what? They should have PTO for kids, too. You know, just they, like, should, they do. They call summer. You should get like five days of PTO They give you like three months you just off. just put in for your
4: PTO. These kids with their vacations now, I'm telling you, it's every other day. Oh, it's this day. The Teachers get a day off this day. And I get it. Teachers, Teacher
3: planning days. They work
4: very hard. They work very hard. But I need you to watch my children. We I, should uh,
3: have radio host planning days like every two weeks. We get a day off. Day off. Fine on. by me.
2: <laughs> fine by me. Thank you,
4: Paulie.
3: Oh, you're welcome.
2: That yeah. was your regularly scheduled Rindle report. Wrap it up because I'm peeing my oh, Woods has got to go to the bathroom. Uh, we'll be back with more Ben and Woods after a check of traffic on 97.3 The fam.
1: Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and Coverage Match Limited by State Law.
2: Mentioned uh, earlier the Padres just announced their 2024 player development and minor league coaching staffs and, and no reason to go through all the names they're not going to be familiar. To us, or most fans out there, other than a handful, we mentioned some of the special assistants, the big league guys that you know, like Trevor Hoffman and, and Mark Loretta and Hideo Nomo. I did find it interesting though, the number of positions in a major league baseball organization nowadays that would not have existed twenty years ago, and I was just reading through the list of of people the padres employ, for instance, they have two performance dietitians on their sports medicine, and performance staff. They have uh, three physical therapists, a performance coach. Not exactly sure what a performance coach does. I'm
4: glad we don't have one.
2: Uh, Let's see. In their front office and administration, a mental skills coordinator. Like that? A uh, ESL instructor. That's English as a second language. So for players who are not native English speakers, they have – Classes and someone who coordinates, uh, you know, helping with English. Sports scientist. Again, not entirely sure what scientists do in sports, but I'm sure there's some like motion and.
4: I was going to let you go here because are working involved this out. Here. Yeah.
2: I'm, I'm just trying to work it all out. Uh, I wonder if
4: Goose Gossage likes the sports scientist. Uh, they have a, now, a
2: They have a manager of learning, education and life skills. Ooh, that's a good one. Uh and then all the, you know, the ones that you'd expect, uh, the regular coaches, p- pitching coordinator, hitting coordinator, the 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 positions that you would expect to see in a major league baseball organization, but a lot of uh of newer more modern sounding positions now within a a major league baseball organization.
4: Are we? Yeah, it, in in general. But are, did they have these these people last year, or the are there additions? Or uh, I, I think new? I think some
2: of these are are, are holdovers from last year. Okay. I don't know that any of them are particularly new. I know they don't they didn't exist back in you know the nineteen nineties necessarily, uh, or even early two thousands. That these are more of a, a modern development of of the game and finding. Really, it's always the game is what little edge can we get? That's it. Is there a way that we can improve our organization compared to other teams? Or what are other teams doing that have given them an edge on us that we now need to match? So if another team has success with a sports scientist, then guess what? You're going to see 29 other sports scientists around Major League Baseball because you can't give up that edge to other clubs. Uh, And if you're trying to develop these slight you know advantages before the other team, so maybe for one season or two, you have the edge on the opponent because you've got something working for you that they don't.
4: Yeah, you, we talked about it a little bit um, yesterday. I think uh, we were talking about the some of the golfers and stuff, some of their stories. A lot of them have mental skills coach. the The quarterback from Michigan, JJ McCarthy, has got a you know been working with a mental skills coach. I mean. <laughs> Honestly, it's such a no-brainer these days, and you know I'm sure there are old-school players that were like that are you know they'll probably say ah we didn't need any mental skills coach. But listening to it's funny you mentioned it's
2: funny because I know you're you're right
4: right, but I bet you if asked and if you know sat down in truth serum they would say yeah I probably could have. We talked to uh, when we were out at camp. Tim Flannery was telling a story about Dick Williams, and Flann said that. Dick walked in, he goes, you're not a good player, you're not a good hitter, I don't like you, you suck, basically, but you're, I mean, you suck, but you're here, so be ready when I tell you to be ready, and Flan said he was, he cried, he said he cried on the way home, he ripped the door off the hinges, was so mad. Yeah, man, I think, you know, for, for some of those guys, now, it's always the, the, the first guy that takes the step of like, no, I've been working with the mental skills coach and my game's improving. The stigma is really going away, uh, but I think that would be massively beneficial to to every baseball player, especially <laughs> that game when there's so much failure, so much I, I
2: think what, what makes me laugh, though, is that even if you're old school and you know, we didn't have those kind of things back in the day, Oh, you didn't have self-doubt in the 1970s? Oh, yeah, it didn't exist pretty, back then. <laughs> pretty sure that self-doubt has existed for much longer than even Major League Baseball has existed. That there was always a spot for a mental skills coach. Sure. You just didn't have a, you know, they just didn't have the tools and 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 know-how to implement it back then. But I
4: wonder who was the first team that said, "Let's get somebody in and open-door policy and if you need to talk about something that's going on." Cuz I remember asking Mark Loretta and Arky uh, about when they would slump, and they said it was literally hell on earth. You didn't know if you'd ever gonna ever gonna get hit again, and and those doubts crept in. You take an O for four, then you take an O for eight, then you take an O for twelve, and you're like, I can't hit, and I'm never gonna hit yeah, again. You,
2: you talked about the slump buster yeah. when when we yeah, were at we spring don't training. Have to bring up the slump buster. No, but but that was something that players would do, correct? But don't you think that maybe a better strategy might have been to tackle. <laughs> Some of the you know underlying issues uh, as to why you might be struggling mentally at a time, uh, as opposed to just going out and you know having a wild night and thinking that that'll fix everything when you come back.
4: It's been it's been proven pretty fool <laughs> to be honest with you,
2: but I I don't
4: uh, I just you know again only because
2: you think of course. And it's anything it's, it's only head. because you think it's working yeah. that it's working
4: yeah and you you know you you hope that that these guys are utilizing everything at their at their fingertips certainly because i think it could. it's not going to hurt you one bit i promise you it will not hurt you
2: i think it can only help now would goose gossage have responded well to a mental skills no. coach my guess is not no. and by the way you brought up the the you brought up the example of flannery not every player responds well to the warm, nurturing, encouraging coach. Some players respond better to the harsh, you know, scream-at-you kind of coaches yeah. that are old, that are considered old school. But I promise you, not every player in the 1970s and 80s responded well to Dick Williams oh. belittling them and screaming at them. They would have maybe been much better players with a guy who was a little more... Nurturing and fostering. Well, and, I, and you know, part of modern coaching is knowing the difference between the two and which players it. respond to which.
4: Yeah, and I, I think, you know, uh, I love this. I, I, I didn't know about those positions that they uh, Padres had and employed those people, and I think that's great, and I hope the guys are using them, uh, especially for the young guys, too. I mean, you know, as a, a Little League or T-ball coach, I can't tell you how hard it is to watch somebody melt down over – Booting a ball or throwing one away, and it's like, bro, get used to get used to it because you're going to have the worst days of your life
2: out here. And I think one thing I liked about Bob Melvin, I think Bruce Bochy does it well, also, and I believe Mike Schilt has it in him, is the ability to be both tough. But also empathetic. When players are struggling, it's not always a kick in the rear that they need. Sometimes they need a pat on the back, and sometimes they need encouragement. But sometimes they do need little, you know, little earful yep. to to break them out of something. I didn't and, see Bob Bowmel giving a lot of earfuls. Now, again, behind closed doors,
4: I have no idea, but I, I didn't see or hear about that. I think she'll maybe has a little bit more well, of that maybe. in them.
2: Yeah, and I think Boch was was oh, good at yeah. striking the balance as well. He could be very tough and give people an earful, but. He wasn't without compassion and empathy, I, and I think that's one of the reasons he's successful. I heard him uh, on MLB radio doing a long-form interview this offseason. They were talking about his time with the San Diego Padres, and uh, he was talking about playing for Dick Williams, and it got me thinking. Dick Williams is in the Padres Hall of Fame. Boach hasn't been inducted yet, has he? Or what, At some point, he's so. going to, right? I mean, he took the Padres to a World Series. He's going in, right? Are they waiting until he's completely and totally well, done, retired? Man. I mean... He's got. To, he's got to be part of the Padres. That's gonna feel a little. I know it. Do- I know it does because of all the Giant success and now Rangers' success. But how do you have Dick Williams in the Padres Hall of Fame and not Bruce Bochy in the Padres Hall of Fame? Bochy was manager much longer. Yeah, had more playoff appearances. Yeah. Had the same number of World Series yeah. appearances.
4: Did Dick Williams go on to great, great success after he left the? San he Diego had. Padres? Yeah. He,
2: didn't he win a, a a World Series? Where did he win? I feel like he. He had other success in other franchises. Hmm. Yeah, I
4: don't know how I feel about that.
2: He won the uh, 72 and 73. Before the Padres, he won the World Series with the A's.
4: Hmm. Nothing after.
2: After, he managed the Mariners for a few years, but didn't... No World Series there. (laughs) Didn't didn't (laughs) afterwards win a World Series. Hmm. Did it change anything for you? No.
4: Okay.
2: I still think Boach is obviously... Got to be a part of it at okay. some point, yeah. yeah. If you're fine with it, I'm fine with it. I'm fine with it. All right. Now, should it be like during a Padres Giants game? No. <laughs> Let's not do it then. Presenting the award, Bob <laughs> Melvin. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Bob Mel brings him in. There's a time <laughs> and a place, obviously, <laughs>
2: for such things.
4: The year is 2045, maybe, uh, for that to happen. But yeah, interesting stuff. I
2: all right, uh, we got one segment to go, then Annie and Elston ready to take over on a Tuesday. Do not go anywhere. Ben Woods on San Diego's number one sports station, ninety seven through the fan.
3: You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Modelo is your reward. Modelo, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Imports, Chicago, Illinois.
4: You guys gotten uh, got yet by the Girl Scouts? Have they gotten you gotten uh, to see. you yet?
2: G- my colleague Jeff Lasky uh, has a seven-year-old and <sighs> sent out a giant email to our entire 10 News crew yesterday saying he could be your source for all Girl Scout cookies. They now have like an app, a Girl Scout cookie app. Oh yeah. You can order them on the app.
4: I got uh, assaulted in my driveway. I was pulling in the <laughs> other day. Yeah, I was assaulted uh, by two Girl Scouts live across the street and I I was getting my baseball bag out of the trunk, and I shut the trunk, and in the reflection of the window, I saw them pulling their wagon across the street, and I just went, oh, F. Oh, no. And I turned around. I said, it's that time of year again, isn't it? And they laughed. And And you bought 14 boxes. I I bought three boxes to carry, and I bought two to donate, made it a nice, even five. Walked away with Who three. Who gets
2: those? The donated boxes. Don't care.
4: I don't. I don't get them. But I, I, honestly, you guys, I've never been. I took them inside, and I walked inside, and on the counter was a box of Samoas already, and by the door was a giant box full of Girl Scout cookies. I'm like, they got to her too. They got to my wife too, and I said to her, she walked in, and I go, I just did. We double up, and she goes, get these out of the house. Take them to work. I said, yeah, 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 I will. So I opened the box of Samoas. I had two, and I brought the rest to work. It's the fewest amount of Girl Scout
2: cookies I've ever eaten in a season. <laughs> and when does the season it's end? It's not just starting. Just We're, we're, we're spring training. This is in like Girl the, Scout the Korea. Season, yeah. No, we're not
4: even to the Korea series. I don't think yet. so. <laughs> oh, my God. Wow, they got I mean, they got me for five already. I've only eaten two cookies total, though. You Pauly, like, you like you? coconut, though. I don't oh, like I coconut. I love the Samoas. See, the, uh, I,
2: frozen Thin Mints are. My vice. Did you have you eaten any? No, not yet.
3: I remember it sucked. This was a few years ago. Now, when you used to just be oh, sorry, I don't have any cash. Yeah. Now they have Venmo the now. grocery store now. They're like Venmo, debit card, whatever, yeah, whatever you need. Oh, we got the Square. We can slide your card right through. here. Yeah, we'll do, like, do an express. Yeah,
2: e- we'll do an express equity
4: loan uh,
3: from
2: Loan Pronto. Sorry, right I don't now. have any money. <laughs> what are the peanut butter ones? The Do. Yeah, those are those are good. I have to let everybody know that. I was at Costco the other day and I had seen someone tweet about these this product and they said, Is there crack in these? And they were so good. So I had to buy a bag, and they were absolutely right. If you see Reese's coated animal crackers, they are insane. I have to limit myself to like two little tiny ones because you could just keep eating those things. They are so good. They're covered in the Reese's peanut butter. And the Reese's chocolate, but then there are the animal crackers inside, and they are ridiculously good. I mean, like unfair. Like, don't, don't even buy them. Actually, never mind that I said anything. Just forget about it. You're, you're better off not knowing. Erase the last few minutes from your mind.
4: Well, the funny, I was driving home from playing ball, and I was thinking to myself, "All right, like, I felt pretty good, but my, you know, I'm a little." You know, I'm just I'm out of shape a little bit. It didn't feel great when I ran and I was formulating a plan to get back in the gym on the drive home. Formulating it. Like, all right, I'm going to get this. I got to go to the store, get some chicken. Formulating that plan to get back on track. And I saw those little turds walking up with their wagon full of full of Girl Scout cookies and I just said, "Oh no, you're going to get me again. You got me again." And uh, but I've, I've been good. The the willpower has been has good. if they're not in the house, I won't eat them. If they're in the house, I'm going to eat them. Period. The end. That's why I've told you we've had to remove peanut butter from our home entirely. Uh, those things that you mentioned, there's no way we don't buy the the good snacks for our kids anymore. So they suffer because we have no willpower. Uh, but yeah, I'm out. I'm out five boxes so far. I put them in the kitchen here at work, and I left them, and I haven't touched them. And they're almost i'm gone. I'm, I'm impressed. I'm, I'm impressed. A lot of discipline there. Uh, lots and lots lot of, of discipline. discipline. It is. It is not because I would do anything, and I'll eat a sleeve of those peanut butter ones. A sleeve, the whole <laughs> dosi dough, a whole thing. When Manny Machado was announced on the this on the old radio station when he was announced that he he signed here, I was curr- I was in the middle of <laughs> eating a sleeve of tagalongs, and uh, they are just. So I mean, I, I appreciate the work you guys do you got to leave me alone on it. I have tried to avoid the grocery store because I know they're going to be parked up front. I just... My
2: willpower is not that great. Can you say I already bought them when you see those girls or is the faces the disappointment when you don't buy them too much for you?
4: Oh, maybe you'd like to buy some for our soldiers then.
2: (laughs) Okay. Okay. I will buy some for our soldiers. I'd be happy to.
4: I'm going to be out like $400. I'm going to get two cookies out of the whole deal.
2: (laughs) But they've heard... They've heard every excuse in the book. Oh uh, you pat yourself. Know, your uh. It's such a genius marketing strategy. It's Why brilliant? don't they just have Girl Scouts like selling used cars? Yeah, hundred percent. Girl Scouts, Insurance. you know, real estate agents. Yeah. Like hey, I've got this uh, six million dollar listing. Here's your agent, ah, seven years my old. <laughs> oh, can you please buy the house? Oh, We're trying God. to raise money for our, our uh, troop.
4: <laughs> Guzzinator says pick up your phone and start talking on I do the fake phone call I did, oh, There yeah. was a lady the other day that was taking signatures for something, and there's always Habitat for Humanity or something, and I, I donate to different things. But when I go to the store, I don't want to be accosted walking into the store. So I just prefer to just go in, do my business, come out. I don't want to sign any petitions or anything. So I do. I will literally – you'll see me walking into Stater Brothers doing this. <laughs> yeah, I know. No, he's crazy. No, he, oh him? Oh, he's nuts. I, I just I, think – I have the game.
2: I don't doing? do the phone. I, Because that's cheating. I have a game. When you walk in Costco and they ask you, "Hey, do you need new heating or new solar? Do you already have solar panels?" I try to look as determined as possible and see if they can just ignore. Like pissed off. I want. I want to see if I can get them to ignore me. Like I don't even want to approach that person. Like I'm not going to even ask if that person, "Do you have Verizon or AT and T? We can do better." I want to be the person that they just think. No, he's not worth the trouble. And I'm batting pretty good. I'm batting about 70%. About 70% of the time, they ignore me. About 30% of the time, I still get the, hey, can I interest you in solar panels? No, I already have them. Thank you very much.
4: Yeah, the (sighs) Verizon. And I'm like, hey, uh, yeah, we can do better. I'm like, buddy, I don't want to. If I wanted to, you know where I would go? I would go to the Verizon store. I would just knock it out. I'd probably do it over the phone, maybe online. (laughs) But they... When does this thing end? For real, though. When is the season over? I'm going be getting my groceries delivered. I think it's all the way through <laughs> this idea, next Polly. through February.
2: I think. Yeah, got,
4: through February. It's the next few weeks oh, at least. God. Yeah. All right, let's do a cookie count. I'm at two right now. You're at zero. Zero. You got to be honest about it.
2: Zero. Is but Paulie,
4: you're at zero? zero. I have
2: a big bag of Reese's Animal Crackers at home, so I'm not going
4: to count. What I'm going to do with more cookies. I'm not going to count those.
3: Now, the program began on Sunday, the twenty eighth. Trying to see when it ends.
4: TBD. <laughs> I mean, thank God they don't sell them all year round because,
2: yeah. I mean, we're we're three we're day three, three. of Girl Scout cookie season right I'm now.
4: A damn wreck about Says, it.
3: Uh, here, generally between January and April. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's
4: a, half of oh, a baseball God. season. I got to deal with this. <laughs> Yeah, get those uh, get those groceries delivered.
2: Everybody who's shaming me about SD fat loss and Reese's cookies, guess what? You can have a cookie or two in your life after yeah, it's, you've it's lost a, the weight. It's, it's fine. Moderation, right? Don't eat the whole bag. Is no. what I'm saying. Just don't eat the yeah, whole we'll bag. Be getting a call later. I'm sure. Fine. I, you know, as long as you keep the weight off, I think it's now free I'm to reading, do what you want to do. Uh,
3: local story, Fox Five. Dot com, they say you can grab your cookies until March tenth. Okay, and that's, that's
2: not, as it's not as bad.
4: Not as bad.
3: Still a long time.
4: I just, it just, they're just the best, man. They're like the, they're the best cookies. They really are. Like they're my favorite cookies in the world, and I love them. And when I get sad. I eat, so I'm trying not to get sad. Are
2: they really your favorite they cookies? If they were available none. every day of the year in the grocery store, Benny, I Benny, would, cru- would you just I buy would, them? Or would, are they yes. only good because you know you can only have them for a if, limited amount of time? Now, they
4: make fake Samoas, and I've had them before. They're not even close to the same. I would crush those things up and snort them if I could, if they were here year-round. They're just the best. My favorite cookie ever made is the Samoa. And then there's three or four more in there that are like, all right, these will do. Yeah, I mean, if your wife makes homemade chocolate chip cookies, delicious. Eat six or seven of those at one sitting.
2: All right, as long as we're talking about it. They have warm chocolate chip cookies now at the Costco food court. It's the new item. It's I almost was tempted, but there was too much of a line. And then I looked, and they put the calories in, like, 750. I mean, how big is this chocolate chip cookie? cookie. Like, gigantic chocolate chip cookie. I've heard they're pretty good. I don't know if anyone in the chat has tried one yet. Did not get one, though. Um, But I've I've heard people talking about the new chocolate chip cookies at the Costco food court. I
4: just remain fascinated by the Costco uh, crew that I, I just can't. I have so many of my friends are so into it, and I can't I can't do it. I'm not made for Costco. I, my wife's not made for Costco. I'm there at least twice a month. I have an executive membership that I've had every year that I use one time. You have to use the executive washroom
2: when I've you're there? Ben,
4: I, I, I mean, honestly, if I wanted to do Bo's birthday party, then they'd probably let me. I've never not mm. paid for the full membership. I go one time a year, and I swear every... I'm going to go. I'm We're going to start going to Costco. But... I, I just can't make it work for me. We go every couple weeks. I can't make it work for me. I just I don't have the space and I just don't have the patience to go and to save a few bucks.
2: I don't know. Here's what, here's my Costco. Well, I'll give you my Costco hack after our last check of traffic okay. here on 97.3 The Fam. All right, Ben's <laughs> Costco hack. Expiration dates are huge when I go shopping. You know, you can go to Trader Joe's and get some good deals on something. You get like a gallon of milk or a half gallon of milk at Trader Joe's. You look at the date, it's like two days from now. Right. It's like, oh, February 2nd, this expires. I go to Costco, I have to get more. I get the three half gallons of milk. But they are good for like a month and a half. Hmm. Yeah, because they get it like right away. It's like basically was in the cow 20 minutes ago. So it is really fresh and you can keep it in your fridge for three weeks and it's fine. Whereas you buy one at Trader Joe's, you got to use that thing in the next three days or it's completely worthless. Cause I don't, I don't know about you. I really, that date, as random as it may be, as soon as you're a day after vigilant. it, I can't really. I can't really eat it anymore.
4: That surprises me about you. Yeah. But I am I, I mean, am if it, I'm
2: desperate and I smell it and it smells okay, <laughs> I may do a day or two. But at that point, it's expired and I just can't do it anymore. But no. the Costco stuff, like, you know, why would you ever buy milk at Costco? It goes bad. No. No, if I went to Costco today, it would be like mm, March 10th oh, of yeah. the expir- expiration. I'll go through three half gallons of milk in a month and a half. I, and it's fine. It's still good. I just can't make it work for me. I just can't. There's something.
4: I always end up, I'm like, remember in the movie Dumb and Dumber, Paulie Ben won't know. When he's like, hey, just get the bare essentials. And he comes back and he's got a pinwheel and a giant foam hat and a case of beer. And he's got one of those paddles with a ball on it. That's me when I go to Costco. I come home and I'm like, I got a 12-pound meatloaf. I got 700 shrimp. (laughs) <laughs> like Hannah's like, oh my god, dude No one is going to eat all this yeah. shrimp So I end up standing at the counter Eating I, 700 shrimp
2: I pretty much every time have to stop At the short rib lasagna and go That looks really good and I have to go No, I don't need an entire lasagna today <laughs> I'm telling Don't you, man. Need a giant lasagna.
4: I I am him. I'm Jim Carrey, man. Case of course light, a paddle ball, a giant foam cowboy hat and a pinwheel walking down to Costco. Like like if 700 dollars lighter, too. I just I'm so um I'm, I'm impressed by people that make Costco work for them with meals and everything else. I just can't do it. I've tried I the chicken breast sleeve, that's 40 chicken breasts, <laughs> and you have to use scissors to cut them and yeah. freeze them. I, I just can't do it.
2: Man. I uh, I do a lot of my meal prep, you know, staying on plan. I get the Kevin's uh, Paleo, and it's got some good stuff that is good program meal for me. And I prep it for the week. I use it. It's like sous vide cooked, already prepared. Get it done in like ten minutes, and put bad. it in my Tupperware, and I take it to work with me. Don't go out for a burrito anymore. It's one of the ways that I've kept the weight off sure. uh, over the last six months.
4: Yeah, man, it's uh, and it, I
2: still get to have an animal cookie or two. I'm very impressed. In my life.
4: I'm very impressed by all of you guys. Very impressed. All right, we got a few minutes left here. What do you guys want to do? Three
2: minutes. We've, We've got, got like two minute minutes. Left. Left. We have two minutes. We left. One minute left. Do you want to sit in quiet reflection? That's not a bad plan. I like that got people talking about uh, whether or not they get gas at Costco. I do not. Never never. No. Never will. It's it, the line is always intimidating. It nickel. moves really fast though. Totally. It does. Gas lines are gas lines. It doesn't
3: spurt so out how fast you really save it. Bitty, So here's
2: the hack on are Costco. Are you telling gas. me that
4: the gas comes out faster at the Costco gas?
2: It doesn't, but they've got they've got three stations on every single one. But here's the trick. You can go to either side because the pump, the hoses are so sure, long that if you're stretch. on the other side of the car, it can stretch. So you can go to the shortest line. You don't have to. Oh, my tank's on the left side of the car. I, I can only go to this, one. this I one. I got to wait for this one. No, go to either side. The the hose is long enough to stretch to we either save side a of your car. Honestly, uh, let's see. I paid four thirty five a gallon at Costco versus like. Five dollars other places, so if you're getting 15 gallons, yeah, but save I, know about where six cost- bucks. I know where
4: Costco is in relation to your house. You're but going I'm already well going to
2: Costco, I don't go to Costco just for Four gas. Last. But since I go to Costco twice a month, I tend to fill up while I'm there, all right. And I think that is worth it because I'm saving about six to seven bucks. How much on the is tank. your
4: weight? 15 minutes.
2: No, for the gas. No, no, yeah. no. I don't know. I I'll, I never wait more than 10? 3 or 4 minutes. Mm, I don't know if I But I go at I know when the times are not quite as busy. Another I go hack for I go early right when they open. Like if you go before they actually open like 15 minutes before they say they're going to open. So really? like 10 o'clock, you show up at 9:45, they'll open Alichean? the doors. Yeah. Well, and you can go at 9:30, the gas is already open, there's no line at all. Is it cuz you're VIP? No, no. Everyone gets in. Okay. Everyone gets in. Right, Those boys. are your Costco hacks. Like
3: somebody says, up here in On Washington, Costco is usually 20 cents cheaper than local. I mean, if you're getting 10 gallons of gas, you're saving two bucks. Like I, I think it's here,
2: it's it can be 50, 60 cents cheaper easily. That's true. So five or six bucks, I think it's worth it. All right, that's it for today. Annie and Elston are coming up next. We'll be back with you tomorrow morning at 6 a.m. Guest tomorrow, Xavier Scruggs. Let's go! Aztecs game, it's a sports
4: <sighs> nirvana. For
1: Woods, I'm Ben. Have a great rest of your day. Yeah. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on What's in Your Podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds.